What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and I am so excited to be back here with you this week sharing part two of our series called The Diminishing Resource of Leadership Attention. Remember last week we talked about how they just like driving while texting really takes you off of focusing on the task at hand and the important thing and how so often leadership plus these other things can sometimes distract us from the really important resource that our attention needs to be on in our companies, in our uh, organizations, wherever you're at as a leader that can just take you away. We talked about three things. We talked about monkey attention and how um, some people can take their monkeys off their backs and put it onto our to-do list. How we've got to be careful to teach people to take their ideas or their problems and find solutions and not just lay them in our laps as leaders. We talked about, second of all, fire drill attention. Recognize the difference between what will sink you versus what's just a storm as a leader and making sure that we're not hardwiring our brains to neurologically think that we're always uh, distressed um, in what we're doing. And then the last thing, number three, was the grain of sand attention where we realize that we're responsible for the beach, not just a grain of sand, and that it's our job as leaders to lead with principles that can drive the practical that our team puts into practice uh, from the work that we're doing. And so those are some of the things that often divert our attention. What I wanted to spend time on today is as a leader, there's actually diminishing resources in your organization that you should be focusing your attention and your time on uh, that are so important. And so I wanted to talk about three of those today uh, as part of our conversation here. The first one is one that I'm sure that you've picked up on or figured that I would talk about, and that's people. That's human resources. Um, that It's a diminishing resource. Man, we're, we're in this place where, especially in our economy in the United States, like uh, workers have the upper hand. That's why we're going through what's called the great resignation, where people are reprioritizing their lives and figuring out what really fits with the way that they want to live their lives. And so uh, organizations that haven't put people first and cared about the people that are part of their organization are going to continue to see a great exodus from what they're doing. But also just realizing that as a leader, whether it be of a team or as CEO of a whole organization, you have the possibility to bring hope or pessimism to your people. You have the possibility to encourage or deeply discourage somebody. And that if people are probably your most important resource in the work that you do, they should be precious gems to you. They should be ones that it's not so easy to to make them renewable right like it that people aren't just replaceable but that person that's been loyal and hardworking and all of those different sorts of things that you do the best with what you have uh, available to you to show them that you appreciate them that you give them opportunities to thrive and be promoted and things like that it's 
people are one of the most important resources that in the businesses that we do. And so let's find ways to take care of those folks that we've been charged to take care of. They're in that organization for a reason. Give them reason to believe that they made the right decision to be a part of your organization. Help them to thrive. People. Number two, Diminishing resources is your energy, your energy as the leader. I remember the first time that I heard somebody say that it's more important to have energy management instead of time management. It made so much sense to me because so often we're just trying to like cram every nook and cranny, every five, 10, 15 minute meeting uh, to make our time work with what our priorities are. But who we are and how we're wired like should drive uh, the decisions that we're making as a leader, the responsibilities we're taking on as a leader. There will absolutely be things that we don't enjoy doing, but man, we should be finding ways to use our energy, our talents, our strengths for good for the organizations that we're a part of, looking for those places where we can contribute the most good to what we're doing. And so it's your responsibility to figure out what that is. If you don't know what that is yet, experiment, try things, volunteer certain places in the organization to see where there's a best fit and where you can add the most help. But then also when you're talking about your energy as a diminishing resource, you've also got to realize that it's also your responsibility to rest and recharge so that you can bring your best self to work. Once again, if you're finding yourself constantly depleted and unable to bring your best self to work, you've got to ask yourself some of those questions. Am I just responding to all the crises? Have I hardwired my brain to just respond to the cortisol and the stress that's a part of uh, our daily work? Um, and if, if you are doing better at those things, but you just dread waking up each day, you should also ask yourself if you still, like, if you still should be a leader in that organization. That's an important question to ask because, man, people feed off of your energy as a leader and they need to follow people that actually believe in the work that they're doing. And so if you're constantly angry, irritated, frustrated that you're working there, man, they're going to pick up on that too. And that just, that just continues to go down the whole organization uh, as a leader with that energy that you have. And so it's so important that you bring your best energy, find the places you contribute the most good and make sure that you're resting and recharging so you can bring your best self to that. And then the last one, the third one that I thought of is that the diminishing resource that you have is decisive kindness. I wanted to just say decisiveness, but I think decisiveness, I'm just going to be frank. I think you can be decisive and be a total asshole like in an organization as a leader. And so decisive kindness is how I frame this, right? Um, because if, if you look, if you look at the energy piece, right? Um, your decisiveness, it, when you're worn out, you tend to waffle and you're less decisive. If you t get stuck in the details, you waffle, you're less decisive, you can't get clarity. And I think that clarity is one of the greatest gifts that we as leaders can bring to our organizations. There's got to be a clear call to what's next and what actions we've got to take next. Decisiveness is so important to making sure that happens but also finding the best way for all where it it's the best decision for the organization and the people that are a part of it is just as equally important. 
Now, I say decisive kindness because I also am a firm believer that your leadership has a shelf life at your organization. When you look back, like I, I love studying some of the lives of like different CEOs, like um, when you hear the story of like Michael Eisner at Disney before uh, before Bob Iger took over, like there's certain things that people can point to that they didn't like about his leadership that it just kind of like chips away at your credibility a little bit as leader. And sometimes you can make the right decisions, but it's still like takes away like your shelf life for that organization. And so I just encourage you that, you know, be decisive, but be decisive with kindness so that people know what to expect from you as the leader with what you're doing. Um, that on your way out, people aren't saying good riddance, but they're, but they're saddened that, that you're moving on. It, it might make sense, but they've been grateful for the time that they've had to work with you. And so decisive kindness is such an important thing for part of this. And so these are some of the dif- diminishing resources your attention should be on. Um, and this is just kind of, this is coming out of me because I'm seeing leaders make mistakes in these sorts of things. And I want to make sure that leaders find ways to Focus on the resources that matter as the leader, your people, your energy, and your decisive kindness in the work that you're doing. I really hope that this part, this two-part series was helpful to you. It was helpful for me to really flesh out some of these things because I, I think it's so hard to, even as you talk about something like leadership attention, figure out what to focus on uh, as leaders. And so um, I hope it's given you some things to think on. I hope it's helped you to zoom out to 20,000 feet instead of being right down by the blades of grass. And so uh, I that that's always my hope here at Vitamin Lead. This would be a place where uh, you can take a deep breath, find new healthy ways of looking at leadership and continue to thrive in your organizations. I appreciate you listening today. Stay healthy leaders and we will talk to you again real soon.